We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has broken. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, and see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And yes, I am live, but we are pre-recording. <laughs> Okay, uh, at this time, and the the videos are going to look a little different. The one on the left will be the Bradley show from the previous day. The one on the right will be where we are now. Hit the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, 
and then click on the little rumble icon that will show up in the bottom right hand corner uh, you join us in the chat over there we're streaming live to rumble at sons of liberty radio live we're also on beforeitsnews.com top of the page there and we're also on dlive.tv at the sons of liberty and then right up under that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter please do that um, you get uh, one email a day and that usually comes in the evening and then if you want our ministry email go to sons of liberty radio Dot com and you can sign up right off the front page there those come out once a week they tell you what's going on in the ministry here and then if you want to support us if you agree with our message you want to support us there's a donate button at the top of the page click on that and make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty we appreciate all of our supporters without you we can't do the things that we do so we're very thankful for you guys uh, and what we do and be sure to check out our store lots of great conversation starters t-shirts hats coffee mugs those kind of things and then we have some equipping tools in there there's some books in there there's some cds dvds uh, yeah check us out there and um get some gifts for some people get something for yourself whatever whatever, whatever the case is and and by the way we don't really make any money on that um, and sometimes we lose money on those. Uh, we do that because many of those items are things that you guys have requested. So we put it in there and, uh, yeah, take advantage of that. All right, today we've got a special guest on, and she's been with us, I don't know, three or four times. And I was telling her I always have a blast with Dr. Lee Merritt uh, because she's one of these, like, um, I don't know, on the subject of health and as a, her, her time as a doctor, I remember our first interview, I was throwing out all these different things, and I thought, well, I, she's probably going to have to say, I might have to look that one up or whatever. Just very knowledgeable, and uh, I, I'm, I hope I'm not puffing her head up too much or something like that, but she's just a fun interview, and she's she's pretty level-headed, down-to-earth, and um, doesn't talk you know, out in the clouds so that nobody can understand, and it's my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Dr. Lee Merritt. How are you? Hey, thank you. Yeah, no, I might I might be sounding a little bit crazier now, Tim, <laughs> uh, because things have gotten crazier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, we were just talking before the show, and our mutual friend Dr. Kerry Maday being in the the plane crash, and our concern over that, and you know, just man, right. when you're going out there you know, speaking out those things and get on a small aircraft, it's like that's where all the stuff ends up happening unless, you know, you're like Larry McDonald and you get taken over into Russia or something like that. But but it's just a, it's a, it's a very serious issue what we're doing in making people aware of what continues to go on. What, what are we on, like two and a half years now down from the COVID-1984? We, we warned about the shots when they were coming out. We warned about them uh, or before they came out, we warned about them after. Dr. Lee, let's just start off with that. What are you seeing now? I mean, now they're targeting five and under with these poison yeah, well, death jabs. Again, oh, so I'm just going to lay it out, no holds barred, because I don't. I think at the time that they're killing our children, um, it's time to just not not worry about what somebody thinks about me personally. I'm kind of over that. You know, I've learned a lot in two and a half years. A lot of stuff I thought I knew turned out to be wrong, turned out to be false, a lot of biology, and a lot of the way the world works. I mean, what I, what I, the world I thought I was living in is not the word, world we're living in. And you can't explain what's happened to us in the last two and a half years on the basis of medicine, greed, errors, uh, politics as usual. I mean, this doesn't fit. You know, what, what we are experiencing, and, and quite frankly, one day, 
Um, I was down at, I don't know if you know, uh, Payman Motahedi that runs the Freedom Law School, but he's, he's, he's really sharp, and he knows the congressional law on the IRS, which could get you out of the IRS, in my opinion. So um, I think he's right. But the point is, I was down there speaking, and as I was listening to all the other speakers, and I was realizing what I was going to speak about, I just said, I, I got up there, and this is my first words. I said, you know, I've just really uh, realized that for my entire life, I've been paying taxes, you know, being a good little citizen and paying taxes. So my government, my government could hire bioweaponeers to create t poisons to kill my children. Yep. And I'm over that. That's really, that's my shortest summary of what's been going on. And it's not, and that doesn't explain the actual motive for doing it, but it explains the mechanism. It turns out, I mean, what I've learned is that there's we're in an information war we're in a, and when i said that i think last time i was on your show i mean this is a this is an uncharacteristic um some call it irregular irregular warfare i think specifically means that your government has been taken over and now you're fighting on your own surf which i think is also true but the unrestricted warfare that the chinese talked about in their documents and we've talked about really means it's it's not your classic battlefield. We don't see you know the the, the troops lined up. It's not like Napoleon at, at Waterloo or whatever. It's it's the battlefield is in your backyard potentially, and you don't even know what's going on. Or now the latest one is in your brain. Um, we are we are fighting on multiple levels. Some cybersecurity, electoral fraud, electoral. I mean, it's not really fraud. It's really warfare. And I want to make this point. If you want to know where this is going, what I'm going to discuss a little bit. What's the name of the servers that we are we have had our entire election process derailed, under undermined and stolen? And what's the name of the servers? Yeah, Dominion. It's called Dominion. Yep. Are we paying attention? They use word magic. I mean, this is Dominion over us. And so, since time, I, I'll I'll just I'll just start here, and then you can we can delve down wherever you want to go. But we're in a DNA war. And this, and it's about changing humanity forever, decreasing the population and changing the remnant. Um, the this is a war that's been going on since ancient biblical times, and you know people remember the Nephilim. Um, I I am just looking at the Amalekites. Um, there there were people that God told us to destroy essentially they wanted every one of these destroyed the flood of noah what was that about it, noah noah was not a saint you know after after the whole flood thing he um he he became an alcoholic you know wouldn't get dressed his kids had to kind of beat him with a stick trying to get him out of bed and go to work and that kind of thing but he had something that was very important he had provenance, like we talk about fine art, you know, you know it was owned by this person back to this person. And so in the Bible, those terribly boring old passages about who begat, who begat, who begat, who, that was Noah's provenance. He was 10 generations away from Adam. He, he could trace his lineage as a pure human being back to the Creator, okay? And there were other people in the world that couldn't. There was a different genetic strain out there, and we called them, the Bible, I guess, called them the Nephilim. But there may have been later on others. And, uh, I mean, what, what we're seeing has happened in this world is that, that no, there, this was not, you know, now, dis, let's, let's say this. There's a disease 
because dis disease means disease. Yep. But it can, but it doesn't mean what we what we should get our minds understanding and, and and dissociated from is this idea that disease is caused by little animalcules flowing out of our breath, going to other people and making them sick. That is the unproved assumption that has allowed them to bring our world to an, an unbelievable screeching halt. And if you, you know, I, it's too long to go into the whole argument about if they're viruses or not, but it doesn't really matter for the purpose of taking our world back. That matters. We need to sort that out, too. And I don't believe there are, by the way. I don't, I don't think viruses are what they've told us. And, and people can say, well, that's crazy. What are all those biologists doing? What are all those microbiologists and molecular biologists and virologists been studying all these years? Well, it turns out most of them start at the level of the electron microscope. They don't go back and look how they got there. That's done by the techs, and they're not really paying, you know, it's, it's how do we get to see these things? The problem of viruses, the problem of viruses is, a, is an issue, and, and that needs to be all unraveled, and we need to clarify the actual science there and explain the Amen. fraud. But, but, but what, we, what everybody should be able to understand is, Every time they've told us that there is a disease, there's an airborne disease that we spread to each other, it's been false, or yep. they haven't proven yep. it. Let's, let's start way back. You know, the Black Plague. They wanted to tell us that was by, uh, you know, pest, pestilent vapors. That's why my, my avatar on Truth Social and on Telegram is the plague doctor with the mask, you know, the big, big nose thing, because they put on those leather masks. They put these... Uh, uh, um, uh, acetic acid vinegar uh, sponges on the nose because they thought that would stop any little uh, particles coming in. Just as stupid as what we were doing, by the way, in this. If we laugh at this, I have to tell you, it's the stupidest thing <laughs> you might think, but it's the same thing we did in COVID. We put on these stupid masks and we pretended, and the guys in charge were just laughing all the way to their... Uh, to the bank, know, their, literally. Their banks, literally, uh, and their, their Illuminati room or whatever they make their plans in, but that they, they were just laughing at us because they know these don't work and we knew they didn't work but sure. we couldn't convince anybody. Anybody yep. that actually read the science and understood how this worked, they But th that turned out to be uh, mice and lice, right? It was a, it was a, a germ, yes, it, you know, it's a, it's a bacillus, but it's transmitted by, by bites, okay? Same with cholera. We thought that was, uh, you know, they talked about the bad vapors there and people were afraid they would leave, you know, the afraid of breathing around no it was it was bacterial toxins in water okay even now smallpox is starting to look like that wasn't what we were told smallpox in fact may be on an arthropod vector disease and the reason it's but it's so it's so infectious and it's so deadly it's so and it's easy to spread so when you you know you don't have to have an airborne disease when you throw blankets to the indians for example just make sure that they have they because in those days body lice were very common so there was there were experiments taken where you took people out of out of buildings that were infected with people with smallpox the air was all over the place but they hadn't gotten sick yet you took them out you cleaned them up you made sure that they didn't have any body lice on them and they sh then you put them in clean clothes in a clean environment they didn't get smallpox no matter how much air of smallpox victims they were exposed to so 
this there's a lot there's not been I can't find an actual proof of an airborne disease that is what's important and and in favor of that is if you look now that I've done a lot of the work that I've been doing for the last couple of years has been looking at the history of our bioweapons programs and stuff and if you look at bioweaponeers and and I read enough Russian to find the literature I can't necessarily read the literature in Russian but I can find it and I and you know everybody's getting kind of turning their eyes away from these aerosolized and airborne diseases and they're trying to you know because they tried to make Ebola airborne let's face it they tried to make all these things airborne but they what they ended up doing is now they're looking at at vector arthropod vector diseases or this one which was the most brilliant bioweapons program and successful bioweapons program ever unleashed on the human humanity and and how did they do it they convinced you there was an airborne disease which probably wasn't it was what we know is that there was a man-made toxic nanoparticle that spread to people well let's think how else we could spread things or you not know, to merit that can I can interject here see I yeah. told you I told you guys she just is full of information here uh, dumping all this stuff now I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, just to clarify I take a different view on the Nephilim deal based on the context there, but the point is the same uh, that that we are dealing with something, and we talked about this the first the first show we had, the five G. That's the one thing that nobody nobody's even talking about that anymore. Well, I, I mean, there are some so. people, but we know that when we do things with the electromagnetic field in the Earth, it affects people. It just does. We uh, anybody read Arthur, um, what's his name, Furstenbaum? Uh, Berg, or, Arthur yeah. Furstenberg, and I wanted to have him on the show. He wouldn't come on the show because we hold to the Bible. But you know, his book is good. His information is good. His history is good in that. And I think people need to think about that because. But I'm glad to hear because the the sweet young lady that set us up the first time, she was when she when I told her that I didn't really buy into the germ theory thing. She was like, "What?" And then about a week yeah, later, she's no. like. Oh, maybe this is right, and so I'm glad no, to hear you right. you pointing those things. But I, I want to put one thing but no, in here. I'm not, let me back up. Yeah, I ahead. still buy into the germ theory. There's a problem with the people that say they don't buy in the germ theory. They're throwing out the baby with the bathwater, and they're throwing out bacteria and everything else. And as a trauma, oh sure, sure, body, sure. I'm not buying that. I but get the that virus part. thing is exactly wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's bunk. Is, it's absolutely bunk. And that's how we get to the to the point I make and then I'll shut up. The, the final point I'm going to make is this was all a man-made toxic nanoparticle. Personally, I think it was spread on surfaces to make it look very deadly at first and it made everybody sick in three cities, but it didn't spread around the world like an airborne thing. What it did, it got everybody afraid. It justified people taking extreme measures, they thought, and it, it got people afraid so that when they were they were treated like, uh, you know, stock, they became Stockholm Syndrome victims, essentially, in the lockdowns and the, the fear and all the confusion and everything that was generated. They were willing to run out and get this non-vaccine, okay, this injection of genetic material. And here's why, and this is horrible, what happened, what has happened, and what, and I, and, and I'm going to say, why they you cannot explain the vaccine even on the basis of greed because these pharmaceutical companies are going to go down we're already seeing it we're hearing rumors that that senior guys are fleeing to the eastern europe and and israel and places to get out of the or maybe not even israel but fleeing to eastern europe to get out of places but it, this is happening and i think i think what we have to realize is that this was a purposeful attack on humanity using a genetic agent Yep. And this is the real kicker. I don't know if you saw this, Tim, about that 
that X, uh, somebody sent me this, that X-Files uh, little video that's oh, been yeah, going yeah. around. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it doesn't really tell you the whole, I didn't watch the whole show and maybe it's there, but I didn't, it doesn't really tell you the whole evilness of this. Okay. Because if it's true that CRISPR-Cas9, which we believe it is, is in this, is in this agent, this is the way that you make GMO crops. What you do is you, you, you genetically alter some one, if you just genetically alter with like the old time cut and paste kind of genetic changes into a genome of a, of a, of a plant and it breeds, only 50% of the offspring are going to have that genome. And then the next generation, only 25%. The next generation, only 12.5%. And you see it, so it, it peters out. It, it, it gets diluted out in the population. That's what, if a, if a wild gene gets stuck into your genome, that's what happens to it. But with CRISPR-Cas9, it ensures that this gene that I put in, because I'm going to put it in together with this device, will propagate to 100% of your offspring, and 100% of your children's offspring, and 100% of their offspring. And so... What you're ending up with at the end of time, in ten, this is why I talked about Noah, in 10 generations, any abnormal gene they put in our children of childbearing age who are planning on procreating, hopefully they'll be able to after this, will spread and will become the new human race will have it. Everybody in 10 generations will have this gene or genes, whatever they're doing. You hmm. see how evil this is? That oh yeah, is the war oh, we're yeah, yeah. This is. There's no doubt that we're in a spiritual battle that's manifesting itself in the physical. There's, there's no Absolutely. question. And the Bible tells us that our warfare is spiritual. And you're right. They were told to to wipe out the Amalekites, but it wasn't just the Amalekites. When they went into to Jericho, they were to wipe out the city, uh, man, woman, and child. And I mean, can you imagine the horror of having to go and to do that? I mean, it's not a I mean, it should show the seriousness of which God deals with sin, which we also see with which he dealt with his son, the Lord Jesus, on the cross, that he bore, he became sin for us who knew no sin. Uh, so so God is very serious about that. I wanted to hit one thing that you talked about, about dominion, and you were making reference to that. This is something the Bible speaks to, too. And a lot of people get all fearful when you bring this up, but this is what it says. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Now, how many people want to take that serious? That people look at me like my wife and I have three heads because we have ten kids. Are you Mormon? Are you Roman Catholic? No, we just believe what God said. And replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb. And he goes on he goes on from there. And the point is, is that that man that that professed believers, those who say they believe God and what he said, what they do is they say, No, we'll cower before the people who want to make the creation better than man, or they want to create so-called science, pseudoscience, greater than man. And instead of taking dominion and saying, nope, that's not what we're supposed to be about, we're supposed to be those taking dominion uh, because this is what God told us to do. And when we don't do that, Dr. Lee, what do we, what do we end up? We end up being oppressed people by, I, I don't know any other word to say it, but by idolaters, people who don't want to submit to God, uh, Romans 1, but they, they, and they want to dishonor him. And so God says, Fine, I'll turn you over to this, and we find it in their their depravity of how they behave with themselves, how they dishonor their bodies, and even in this this fake science, if you will, uh, that's that's what they do, and 
those who say they believe really don't believe because they're not taking dominion and they're not fighting back against those things. As you said, when the Israelites are told to take out the Amalekites, they say, oh, we, we don't really want to do that. And, you know, that's just a little too, it would get our hands too dirty. But we got to bring justice. If we don't bring justice, we're going to lose our liberties. Yeah. Well, and that's why, you know, I got, and this is just me, and I'm not saying this is biblical necessarily, but I really think that DNA is God's antenna to us. You know, it's, it's, it's what makes us us and makes animals animals and it makes and we're like holograms spiritual holograms and and that's just my world view it's just how i pictured things in my mind but the problem here is when you start mucking around with dna you're cutting that you may cut that connection off I, and i suspect that's the goal here not only not only is it a depopulation goal but it it's a goal to change us in ways that we will maybe not ease i mean only by the grace of God, probably, we'll get back away from it. But there's a, I think there's a reason that all those things happened back then, and I think it's not coincidental that it's going to be 10 generations, just like the 10 generations of Noah, before this abnormality spreads throughout the world. And it's going, if, if that's what they're doing. And it's, it's, really, a, it's really a horrendous concept of, of what's going on. And I will tell you, the other, the other aspect of this, you know, you've heard about all the nanotech, this is what Kerry Made has talked about for a long time. And the nanotech now has entered. Anybody talking about chips and oh, we're going to put things into you and blah, blah, blah. You know, that is old news, Doc. That's, that means they're not really telling you the truth here. What they can do now is they can insert nanobots into your brain with food and water. I mean, they through, through, through your ingestion. Yeah, you sure. can ingest it, okay? Now, when Klaus Schwab talks about the fourth industrial revolution, and he's, he's talking about robotics, you know, and you hear, um, oh, who is it that, that I always forget his name that did the, uh, uh, I'll think of it, that did, did optical characteristic recognition, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, what they're saying is that we don't need very many humans that are just pure humans. We want you to be upgraded, and we'll keep some of you. The rest of you, we might have like on little... little In other words, we want a bunch of Steve Austins or, you know, your bionic man kind of thing. Because here's... And so here's what I realized I think is going on. You know, I assumed when, when I heard Klaus Schwab, you know, talk and I read his book about the Great Reset, when he's talking about robotics and that we, we, will, we will have a different industrial base. You know, we're going to have robots, and robots can do a lot of things, and then we won't need as many in the working class of humans. So what are we going to do about that? How are we going to make that transition? Well, I just realized, though, if you were going to run a world, and you're this elite, and that's what I, I hope we'll have time to talk to about who this elite thing is based on our DNA understanding now. This, you know, the, if you're going to be the elite people, and there may be 1% of you, or maybe you're the 0.1%, there are not that many people. You don't need so many people, but do you really want to spend your life fixing and maintaining robots and building robots? No, of course. That's expensive, time-consuming. They break down. They're, you know, look at Hal in you know, the movie. So wouldn't it be better if I just put a controller right up here? And that's what this doctor in Peru has written about that I stumbled on about the nanomafia. Basically, he said, beer seems to be the best thing to get it into your brain. And they can put these little, this, these are little robots that work at the basic chemical level, essentially, the molecular level. They're that small. 
They're not chips. They're not something anybody could see. They don't need to be surgically inserted, but they can self-organize and they can organize around your nervous system. And this has all been, you know, this isn't science fiction. Anybody can go to the Journal of Nanotechnology and read about this. Um, Charles Lieber, that's probably what he was working with with the Chinese. I mean, we know about his connection of the brain to electronics. So that's where this goes, that they, they're going to get rid of many of us and some of us they're going to use and create the hive mind of us as workers because quite frankly the human brain is still more magnificent and better than anything they can build. They can build number crunching machines but those machines still don't think around corners like we do. And, that's, yeah. and that's they, don't have, they don't have a moral compass either. Well, uh, we need to imply that. I'm not sure we will either after yeah. this. Well, that, yeah. some, well, some people have already <laughs> lost that. Let me, I, I want to do something here because you said you, you keep talking about like a 10-generation thing and seeing what it is. I recently uh, interviewed two of our veterans. One of them is here in the States. They because he and he was very biblical in his response. He said, "Everybody opens up my file is going to read the gospel in there because I point I pinpoint everything to the Bible." And then he says, "I point to the law where it's unlawful for them to tell me to take an experimental sh shot. It's just unlawful. Absolutely. It's right there." And they and his superior said, "We don't care. Well, you got a lawful order. Well, how can you have a lawful order that's going against law?" Anyway, he's on and he's talking about this here in a minute. And then we had we had another young lady who is in Japan who's facing a court martial because she wouldn't take the test and leave the COVID test and leave, and she won't take the shot. But he's, she's continued to do it. I want to play this little thing for you because he said something in here where he talks about taking the anthrax shot back in like 2003, and he said I put. Well, let me let me just play it, yeah. and I want to get yeah. your comment on this. Listen to I this. I did wind up taking the anthrax for my 2016 deployment. Okay. And there was a lot of – I had blood work done before that uh, from Naturopath where you could do a live blood draw and then see your live blood on screen. Uh, I'll tell you, my live – my blood before then and then after then were completely different. Uh, you know, the uh, – I'm wondering if it was that because it was EUA, they could do whatever they wanted with it. Wonder if that was the precursor to the COVID jab, because the blood work I've seen, I've showed to several doctors, and they like we have no idea what's going on with your blood. Up until after this COVID jab, and people started showing uh, slides of what was going on with their blood, and I had one of those slides um, from the COVID jab. I literally laid it on the, my screen side by side with my current blood. And I'm like, this is exactly the same. Still, no one could explain what exactly it was. But I'm pretty sure I got the COVID. Yeah, this might be just out there. But my blood is exactly the same as what it was uh, before then. So, so wait a minute. So you're saying that whatever that was in the anthrax shot, do you believe that it's the same thing that's in the COVID? Is that is that what you're drawing a kind of a corollary there by what I your observation? Some, yeah, I think there are some definite correlations. Okay. But the anthrax, it says it is not an mRNA shot, but the no, they say the way they know it works is, quote, it looks for an mRNA response to the shot. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that would change in mRNA with the standard vaccine unless there was some sort of DNA in it. Uh, yeah, and then that's, I mean, that's literally me. I have a $2,000 lab-grade microscope uh, that I analyzed my blood, um, and I literally took a picture that was exactly the same as a screenshot of an eight-year-old kid that was having disabilities with his legs. After I took that anthrax shot, I randomly would lose all sensation from the waist down. 
<laughs> one time I was landing a T6, completely lost all sensation from in my right leg. I had to hit the right rudder, so I had to take my left leg, flip it over the other side of the cockpit, and hit the other rudder to do the crosswind landing to come in and land. Uh, anyway, so that's that's just speculation based on what I can see from my own blood now versus being able to see it before. Uh, but I can send you a picture. I got literally this eight-year-old kid took the COVID shot, can't move his legs now, and it's a mirror, exact mirror of my uh, my blood work. Now, Dr. Merritt, this is a Captain Ben Davis, and he's yeah. explaining this thing here. What do you make out of that? Do you, th- you think he's on the right track in pointing out what was going on, what, 20 years ago? And he's right. saying they say it's not an mRNA shot, but we have identical things going on in our blood, identical things going on in our bodies. What are you making out of that? Well, at the time that we were researching the Gulf War Syndrome, I was on the NRAC, and I was going around doing some some research for that committee. And I ran into a friend of mine who was the chief uh, researcher on the on the Gulf War Syndrome. And at first, they didn't know what it was. But as they drilled down over time, and they actually, I mean, this is, I don't have time to go into the details of the research, but it is so convincing. I think you're not going to, nobody's going to deny that that's what caused it. It turned out that the that the, the Gulf War Syndrome, which, by the way, killed people from just one diagnosis, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or Lou Gehrig's disease, a fatal neurologic disease, it killed people at four times the background rate. And it turned out it was from one batch of the anthrax vaccine. And that batch had an experimental use, he's exactly right, the captain, experimental use authorization of squalene as an adjuvant for the vaccine. And he's right, it wasn't designed like these are. But it had squalene in the as an as a new adjuvant because they it's a it's a it's an oily kind of I mean it's like in the oil category but it's it's, yeah, it's from the shark. shark cartilage that's one of those sources and so it it basically um, uh, is in this one I think too in the in the Nova, Novavax this scrubbed their website but when I first looked at it the Matrix M which is the coding to this one. I'm pretty sure I read that it was in there, squalene was in there, but they had taken it off the market. Let me just tell you the, the evil that we're dealing with the people doing this. If you, this, this is why it's not a mistake the, or about money. These guys uh, found this squalene and then something about it they really, really, really liked. It's very immunogenic, okay? And they said they wouldn't put it, but there's, after this came out, everybody complained about the relatives dying and all this can happening. You, can you help me with something here? What is immunogenic? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just... it, it, will, it will stimulate the immune system okay. to create a response, gotcha. which they don't really care. Quite frankly, let me just tell you how this works with the FDA and all this vaccine nonsense, because all these vaccines are, are garbage, in my opinion. But, the, but the, 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 what the vaccine researchers have to show in order to get something passed through the FDA is an antibody response an immunogenic response and a response to this thing I give you makes antibodies. Well, guess what? That's not saying it actually prevents disease like we just saw in this one. And that was true back then too. So they have a false endpoint, but they like to get things in there that will stimulate things to make that endpoint. And this is one of them. So it probably does other things, but they put it in after years of not having it in any, they said not in any vaccine in America, they put it in the flu ad, which was then mandated for our nurses. So he's not the only one that got this. Whatever's in this, I think there's gonna we're gonna find out because nurses we never saw Guillain Barre, which is this kind of paralysis. He's having a variant of it. This ascending paralysis starts in the legs and moves up. We never saw that. I I trained in medical school in 1976 as a freshman, and I heard lectures on it. Never saw a case until the flu vaccine came out in the late 80s, early 90s. You know. 
And this is what's going on here. So as more and more flu vaccine was given, we saw more neurologic injury. This is all, they're just little tweaks on a different thing. But I think he's probably right on to something. Now, it's interesting. So he's saying his blood didn't revert to normal after all these years. Is that what he's saying? No, I don't think that's what he's saying. I, I'm not saying he didn't do that. He was just saying at the time that was the case. Okay. Now he doesn't. Because, as oh, far he, as I know, he doesn't have any problems with that. Any symptoms now. He, and, and he can, you know, him and the the young lady that you see there, who's over in Japan, uh, she's in the Marines. Um, he was very clear that look, and both of them were clear. They said it on the show. They said, look, we didn't know. We took the shot. We didn't know. Now we know that's why we won't take this other shot. So I commend them for educating themselves and saying, we're not going to do this anymore. This is this. This is a bad thing. And, And the Bible is very clear that the life of the flesh is in the blood. And Moses said that before, you know, modern science figured it out several thousand years later. He was saying that under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's something that we should be wise to, that when they want to put... You know, I used to go to... When I was in high school, I did it thinking that... And somebody's trying to call me here. Sorry about that. uh, But I used to think, well, I'm going to go give blood because I'm going to help somebody and uh, all this kind of stuff. And I'd give blood every chance I got got to do that. And I started to think about some of that stuff. And I'm kind of wondering, when we start mixing all those things in, are we not... Engage, we may have good intentions of wanting to help people, but are we not sort of engaging in some form of an abomination that we're, we're doing things with, with people that we shouldn't be doing in the first place? We, you know, we go back to helping people. This is one thing I love about Kate Shimarani being on every Saturday. She said, your diet, what are you eating? When she talked about these shots, you, you mentioned the squalene. We had been on that, too, before before you came on the show the first time, and you mentioned squalene as well. So you were confirming everything Kate was talking about in the in the Iraq war. But it's when they bring the shot, notice what they do. It. It's the swine flu. Well, God says, well, one of the things that's off limits is what? Pork. Then you get the um, the bird flu. And they'll tie it to some bird that God said they weren't supposed to eat. Then you get the guys trying to come on with the with the convids with the beer bug corona, and they're they're um, they're they're calling they're wanting to say it was coming from a bat, and you're not supposed to do that. A shark is one without scales. You're not supposed to eat those. It's it's interesting that there's this spiritual context that comes out of and in, in, into the physical against us. And uh, yeah. I think I think you know, regardless of whether we see eye to eye on Genesis six and things, you brought something out there that I think is very important. That whatever's going on in the spiritual is coming out in the physical, and that's what that's what we're at war with. Yeah, and 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 here and here's what they did, and this is what really has me uh, exercised about this. You know, remember, I mean. First of all, one, two, three, and me, and all this stuff, you know, the heritage, the, you know, find out if you're related to King George. They never cared if you're related to King George. The psychopaths really running this show know that they have some kind of bloodline that they don't, once they sequence the human genome, they realize that they're, they, they had a different bloodline, okay? And, and this bloodline does not run through any particular, um, uh, it, it's not limited to any religion or nationality or whatever. It's an ancient, ancient bloodline. 
And so I really think, you know, in 2000, I remember hearing the Chinese complaining that these guys from Harvard were over there uh, getting DNA from their people. And they were wondering what that was all about. And I thought I was still in practice in Arizona at the time. I thought, what is that all about? You know, that was, you know, weird. And then uh, it goes on and, and it, it, you, you hear more stories about all this. They're, they're basically searching the world of, of, of DNA. They're searching around DNA and RNA. They're checking around who's who and where you're located and what who's got what, I think, is what was going on. In 2017, for example, Putin said, uh, you know, hey, these, these guys are coming over here. Why are the Americans over here? And this is why I'm, it's the Americans. Why are the Americans over here um, scavenging DNA from from pure Slavic people. And when we initially, there was about two nanoseconds of trying to deny this. And he said, no, 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 this was done very purposefully and it was done very professionally. And yes, it was. We had a neurosurgeon going over and sucking out CSF, cerebral spinal fluid, from pure Slavic people. This was now, what were they doing with it? Well, and it's got apparently CSF and the synovium around the spinal canal has some special RNA that they were they wanted to research. Uh, you may be shocked to know that the Air Force has the most number of genetic sequencers in all the military services. When I heard that, I thought, wait, I thought military was about you know ships and 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 weapons and blah blah blah. Well, no, Captain now we're, Ben now we're doing DNA war. Captain Ben that you just had, he's from the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I learned it from an Air Force Brigadier General. But but here's the thing. So they after after what twenty some years of scavenging the world's DNA, they figured out who's got what, and then they created this pathogen. And this pathogen, this toxic nanoparticle particle, how do you get sick with so-called COVID? You you get sick because this thing hits it, it attaches to your ACE2 pathway. And we now have scientific papers telling us exactly how this works. It attaches to the ACE2 pathway and it has a chemical binding uh, uh, to that pathway that varies genetically. Okay? So if you're uh, if you look at the upregulation of the ACE2 pathway, meaning the bigger the number, the more the ACE2 uh, binds the spike protein. The part of the this 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 is the disease-producing nanoparticle that they created, this spike protein, okay? And they, they, could have cre they created it from bats. I don't doubt that. It came out of bat genetics, and they manipulated it in a lab, and they created this S1 subunit that has HIV inserts and all sorts of stuff in it. But anyway, this thing binds to the ACE2 pathway. That's the key point here. And who? So the highest number of binding is in Caucasians from Europe, excepting Finnish. They have a 56% upregulation. Then it goes down to 39% for blacks and, and non-African blacks. And then it goes down to 10% for Asians and Finnish. Now, that's interesting, and I learned this from uh, James Grunvig, who's Norwegian. He said, oh, the reason the Finnish are like the Asians is they actually came from the Korean Peninsula. Who knew? You know, but somehow the <laughs> oh, Asians, wow. yeah, the Finnish are not like everybody else. And now we, and this came out and all this. So, and then you have a, a, a then you go to the bottom. You go to zero. And who are these people? This is what's called the K26R bloodline. And if you want to know who has this bloodline, again, you, you can there's some groups that have a lot of it, you know, the Amish, the Ashkenazi, but it's not just them, okay? It's not a, it's not by any religion or race. It's by if you look at the num if you look at people who have kept their bloodlines pure by reason of either religion, their businesses, their uh, their isolation, so it's the royal houses of Europe. It's the banking houses. 
it's uh, certain religious people. It's like the Amish from isolation. I mean, that, that's what's going on. So there's a group of, of Turks in the, the area of Turkey where I believe the CEO of BioNTech comes from. But, Dr. Um, Merrick, Bio can I ask a question about that? When yeah. you say they're keeping their line pure, you don't mean pure in the sense that the Creator gave them that. You're no, meaning no, no, pure no. in mean how they've not, twisted it. They, 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 yes, they have, well, it's like, it's like Princess Diana had to be scrutinized biologically by experts before they could determine that she should marry Prince Charles, right? And I, and I remember thinking at the time, I mean, we all, for, this is going on forever. Remember Burke's Peerage, the book of, of who's who in the British and the, in the European royals. It, they tell you how everybody heralded and how everybody's related. And we always thought that was kind of a quaint tradition among the royals, but, primogeniture, how you inherit your money, goes through the man. So why are they so concerned about the female? Because it's the female lineage that does a bunch of things, including this one. This is an X-linked um, genetic trait, this K26R, that protects you from the spike protein, so, at least somewhat, but, if, but I think considerably. So it may not keep you from getting completely, from getting sick, but it may protect you from any damage of this vaccine. So look, now let's look at who has brought us this nightmare. The CEO of BioNTech, the CEO of Pfizer, the CEO of Moderna, the, the head of the CDC. These are, guys are all K26R. You know, and I'm probably, and I got to tell you, I'm probably them too. It's not, like I say, it's not every, sometimes you're just lucky in these regards. It turns out that it goes through the female line. So it, when I got shed on, I really just had a couple of days of, you know, some little diarrhea and nausea. I didn't really feel too bad. But I then gave it, subsequently, I passed it to my husband who got really sick. Now, he's Native American, like uh, somewhere 50, 25 percent. And so they, those guys were targets. I mean, that, that's a targeted group. I don't know their actual genetics, but you can tell they, they went out purposely to, to do the first peoples in Canada and the Native American um, population in America. They were some of the first people that rolled it out to. Well, so uh, I just happened to be the daughter of the daughter of the daughter of the Duke of Westphalia. So there was no man that inserted into that bloodline. So I happened to be a pure female lineage down from a royal house where both my great grandparents were royals. So that's that's how. But so but my my ancestors, my immediate ancestors, weren't in of of the you know idea that we had to keep make sure you only married within your tribe. So but look at the royal houses of Europe. They make a big deal of only marrying other royals. Oh, don't marry a commoner, or you lose your whole position in the in the in the. Yeah, and they always pile. use the they always. Now that's fascinating because they always use the term a royal bloodline, don't they? Right. So no, I yeah I, I I get that. I don't want to get fixated too much on that because um, of of the worldview that I hold, but I. And the fact that uh, you know the gospel is out there to save sinners is to save is to save men who are sinners. But at the same time, it's interesting this kind of I don't know any word to say it, but a cultic view of this bloodline stuff that these people get well, involved and with. See, I'm not saying it for any to be about sin. I'm saying it about because you got to know who the enemy is. And if we if we we need to understand that that this is not brought to us by the Chinese per se. This is not brought to us. I totally you know, agree with that. You see what I'm saying? Yep. There is a group of people that did this to us. And how do we identify those people? Well, let's first look. In the, you know, it turns out not all K26R people are evil. I'm on the other side of this fight. Hopefully, I'm not evil. But the but and and you know and 
and I have many good friends that are Ashkenazi, Dr. Zelenko, um, you know, who's, and we need prayers for, by the way. Uh, but, you know, the, the, um, that's not about it's it's not about you know personalities but it is about a group of people that for one reason or another and i think they have their reasons but they've kept their bloodline without interbreeding with other people normally in other words not like us you know we just yeah sure you, know, you didn't you didn't you didn't get dna tested i'm pretty sure on yeah your I, wife before yeah you i didn't, I didn't take i didn't take and say honey <laughs> you need to go to the doctor here and do some blood draws and we need to find out you know what right. line you can i get that the, what you're saying what's going on here. what you're saying is is stuff like and those initials maybe stay up at night thinking about the possibility of this guy go back in the lab what is that what's going on here come up with something better <laughs> and this oh, is the, yes. the pfizer ceo and this isn't the only one I've seen, you know, Dr. Merritt, a lot of where this guy institutions is, right now let me move. cut him off. This, this isn't the first one I've seen where there's just some weird stuff going on. Now, it may be camera tricks. It may be somebody, photo, I don't know. It's too consistent but it's for weird. camera tricks. It's all over. It's, it's just weird. Whatever's going on, and I mean, you know, uh, again, how this fits into the Bible, I can't say, but I'm just speaking from a scientific, you know, observational status. <laughs> Um, you know, there, we're finding all these weird-shaped skulls with, with different sutures in them. Look at the Rothschild senior man's skull. He's got one of these weird-shaped skulls. Don't know about his suture. But there's a bloodline that is in, in the human race that is not necessarily the bloodline that most of us have. And it's been diffused out in most of us. I mean, the most, many of us, whatever this is, we don't have enough of it. But there's some people that are making a point of keeping enough of it. And they're using it to kill some people. It's a genocide. This is a genocide, but we didn't realize that they could sort out in this way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, let me, let me ask you something about that. Do you think this is the reason why they're trying, uh, who was it, uh, not Boris Johnson, but it was the other guy over there? Sajid, whatever his name is. Do you think this is why he's implying that the non-safe, non-effective that we were told was safe and effective, uh, that you now you've got, I don't know how many boosters they have after the two shots. Do you think this is why he's basically saying you're going to need one of these shots every month, that they're just trying to pump people full of that stuff? They know it's killing them. Right. They, they can't well, be... Tr this, this, to me... They know it's killing them. Look, I go back to the scripture. That's the foundation. Yep. The the strong man is there to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. That's what Jesus said. And he's referencing the devil himself. Now, he tells us that he's defeated the devil. He's tell, he tells us that he's put to open chain, and we can read this in the book of Colossians, uh, the demons, he's nailed all of that to the cross, and he's paid, he's paid in full for our sins. That's one thing. And I would say this is sin. These people are diabolically engaged oh. in trying to murder people while they're also trying to apparently develop some kind of quote unquote superhuman thing. I, I just I don't buy that that's the case or, or that that's going to be a fruition. But they are definitely engaged in a violation well, of the commandment to murder. Yeah, you know, transhumanism, whatever they we may not end up super, but we're we're transhuman, meaning that we've changed from our original human form. I do think that's part of it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and look at in addition to what you just said there, look at what you had the military on, and I've had several people like Lieutenant Bashaw who got court-martialed, but they didn't give him any penalty. Okay, technically, 
So I would tell your female Marine over there, I, I was stationed with the Marines over in Japan, stay strong, don't, don't bend over, don't bend down to this, don't give in just because it's convenient or because you just you know, get too tired of fighting. Oh, she isn't, she isn't. No, I'm good, that's good, good, good. Because let me tell you, so I just was, you know, I don't know if you know that they're not, first of all, is it, are we, is the, is, I think the general staff or whatever we, is left of it is completely captured because who in their right mind would allow the entire military, the entire first responders of the nation, uh, you know, police, fire, rescue, trauma surgeons, um, truck drivers, the people that keep your infrastructure going and your national security, how would you go along with having them uh, coerced into taking a vaccine? The blueprint from whom at the best came from the Chinese. At the worst came from these psychopaths from years ago. Or just your own government. What, or just your own government. We know yeah. our government attacks us. Yeah. So 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 who would do that? And and I will tell you this too. When you when we look at where this came from and things, I've just got to mention this because one of the things that bothers me a lot, everybody who talks about Nuremberg and they want a Nuremberg too, but let's go back and look at what happened at Nuremberg one. In Nuremberg one, they didn't really take down the bad guys. They yep. came to America and they yep. became us. Yep. They let the they, they they hung a few red shirts, and that is what I see happening here. You know, this this bioweapon was created long before they said, I think. And if you go back in time to the time the Soviet Union fell, and I was still on active duty just before that. I mean, I was I, I got a little ribbon for helping to win the Cold War, or be involved in the Cold War, for Pete's sake. But, you know, and I never would have believed what I'm saying here. But what happened is, as the Soviet Union was dissolving, we, we realized that all these small... Uh, socialist republics around the the big mothership of Russia were uh, in desperate financial straits, and that we could buy these old uh, labs. We could give the we could bribe them with money and get control of their bioweapons labs, which were quite sophisticated. But we needed to upgrade them, so that's what we did. It was called the Nun Luger Act, and look at the date. It was 1991, and this is from there they got the Cooperative Threat Reduction. Anytime you hear threat reduction or um, or biodefense, run away, run away. That's a bioweapons program. And what they did was our people went over to these nations, and it was not just Ukraine, baby. It was all over. It was, it was our, now we're just finding out about Armenia. I haven't, hadn't looked in Armenia, but it was Belarus. It was, uh, you know, Kazakhstan, you know, Turkmenistan, Turkmenistan. It was all over the place. They had these labs under this, and they $400 million a year for four years to get these things kind of rehabbed and they sent over our people so uh, one of them was Dr. Michael Callahan. He published a paper out of one of the research that was done. They, he was in charge of the, of the former Soviet bioweapons labs of Biopreparat. And his job was to do vaccine manufacturing, to promote vaccine research and, and manufacturing, to uh, research um, uh, to take over these lives and yeah, to research Dr. Merritt, gain a function. Can I can I interrupt you just function. a sec? Can you hang on with us just a little bit over the show? Sure. Okay. Sure. Right, because you got a lot of information you're spilling out here. You got about ten seconds. Tell people where they can find out about you. Oh yeah, I'm at I'm at on uh, themedicalrebel.com. Themedicalrebel three words. Themedicalrebel.com. Yeah, or you and can just do drleemerit.com. We can we can get that. Well, You're but the it's easier to remember. Themedicalrebel.com <laughs> takes you right there. Okay. And this is my write up on what how to, uh, how to on chlorine dioxide, which I've really 
come to appreciate it. All right, yeah. Okay, guys, catch us on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for the rest of this. We're, we're not going to hold you long, uh, but uh, there's a lot of information. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. We'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m. Adios. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And, uh, you know, Dr. Merritt, you... you it, this is what I'm saying. I just turned you loose and you got all kinds of stuff. You know what? I, the one thing I'm thrilled about is that you come on and you start talking about you've been getting, you've been really digging the Bible. And we have a little difference of opinion on that, but on some things. But I think in the main, it's the issue of look, God gave us a temple. That's this, this body. And he seeks to dwell in that temple. The, the, the old Israel temple, yes, he dwelled in it. But the Bible says that He dwells in us. In fact, He says that we're we actually are living stones uh, built up into a temple. That's the that's the real church, the true church, uh, not the church buildings that you see on the on the right. corners. The, the real people of God. So I'm glad. I'm, I'm really thrilled that you brought that up. Uh, that you've been digging into some of that. But it's there is this spiritual warfare that's going on, and I don't think. You know what the sad thing is for me when I go in our church we don't really have that we don't have we when we first went there they kind of sectioned off rows but it wasn't really necessary because it's a big church they've lost a lot of people over the years it's been there since before the war for independence and they they've spawned off like 22 churches and you know, our pastor is faithfully preaching the Word of God. He's going verse by verse, chapter to chapter. He can't just make it say whatever he wants to say. He's got to stay in that context. And that was one where I learned about Genesis, staying in the context. But there's no doubt that there's some kind of occultic mentality. We see it with Skull and Bones at Harvard. We see it with um, you, the Royals, as we said before. We see it with just all sorts of things that come come to pass and one of the things when you were talking i did this interview i called it the dark idolatrous history of vaccines and their ties to population control my friend stephen holbrook who was i guess he's still in uh, virginia he started a, a, a website and i think it's called vaccinesinchristianity.org i just pulled it up just so i'd have it vaccinesinchristianity.org and he was talking about tim this is not some kind of modern medicine thing. They were doing, quote-unquote, vaccines in pagan cultures and pagan religions as an allegiance to whoever the god of that society was to protect them instead of looking to passages like Psalm 91 that says, you know, if we hide ourselves in the shadow of the Most High, if we hide ourselves in Christ, then... He's going to be the one who protects us from even the noise and pestilence. And it seems to me that your understanding, even, I mean, I remember when we did the, the mass thing and you were talking about this is occultic and, and the things you were bringing out. It seems to me that your, your, your understanding has expanded farther, further to understand that, wait, these people are not psychos. They're diabolical. They're demonic right. in yes, what they're trying to do. Yeah, it's, you know, see, this is what I, and, and, I, and I'll be honest, I saw Christian churches putting up vaccine areas. I saw Christian churches shutting down and, and closing off half their aisles. And I have to say, as somebody that did not attend church probably as, as I should have over the years, and did not read the Bible as I did, should have over the years, 
On the other hand, it was pretty obvious to me when I saw Satan in the street trying to murder us with these agents. I mean, this yeah, is... Yeah, amen. This is, this, is, this is my point, is that we have to understand the actual bad guys here. And these bad guys are not just bankers wanting to make money on vaccines. That's what my point is, is that this goes back. These are ancient biblical time, you know, pharaohic bloodlines, and they're associated with practices of conjuring and evil and all sorts of stuff. I mean, you're right. The, you, you just look at the symbolism and the names and all the things that they talk about when they do this. And it, it's beyond, you can't, and, and, and let me just, here's an example. This just here an example. This can't be by accident. There are too many of these things happening. Okay. The, the people that we call Satanists, they call themselves the old religion. And I really recommend, if anybody really wants to understand some history here, who, the, Jay Parker is the guy who talks about the history going back to his mother's family who were Amalekite, the, the people that survived and escaped. And she told a family story as if it was yesterday, but it was 5,000 years ago. This is what she talks about. But in any case, if you... If you um, uh, no, I got sidetracked on that. What was my point? Uh, well, we were talking about a cult, and you're talking about these people 5,000 years ago from the Amalekites. Which, by the way, it's interesting, that came out in the uh, the movie One Night with a King, which is based on the story of Esther. And you've got Haman coming from that line, too, and he's out to attack the people of God. He's wanting to murder them. And yeah. yet, what happens? The, and, and, and I was going to bring this up before, too. You mentioned Armenia. Well, what happened in there? There was a genocide of Christians. Right. I mean, we've all seen, I don't know if we all have, but many people have seen the long line of crosses where they took and stripped the women and they nailed them to the crosses. They were there to kill them. And, no. you know, we get somebody like a Kim Kardashian saying, oh, yes, you know, that was our family. You know, Kim Kardashian has no idea of Christianity. She has no idea of the one who created her and has called her to honor him. She has no idea. But yet they mix those things in to try to deceive the public and to think, oh, well, yeah. you know, she's got some kind of line. So I don't know if oh, that I helps. I, I, remembered what I, yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. So let's look at the dates when they authorized um, the... EUA on children, okay? The first time was for the age 5 to 11, and the date that the FDA said it's okay to experiment on our children, 17 people, by the way, that were their consultants, not one of them stood to protect the children. So, um, but on that day was October 29th. And then you have the date that they just now passed, said it's okay to experiment on babies from, you know, basically three months, I think, until age five. That is, or six months to age five, but they're talking already about doing it on three-month-olds. That was on June 21st. Now, what's, what's big about those dates? Those are the high holy days of the old religion. This old Amalekite, it appears, uh, Moloch-worshipping, child-sacrificing religion. I don't think that's by accident, okay? And, and there's, they are coming after our children not because they're trying to protect them, but because they're trying to destroy the post our posterity they're not oh i totally agree totally agree the future and and the one and look at what they've done and, and i'll tell you the other thing is there's a lot of weird stuff going on with with their they 
whether you believe it, see, this is the problem. Most people don't want to believe that witches and all these people are still out there doing stuff that they actually, but we don't have to believe their beliefs. The point is they believe them and they act on them and they do things that affect the world. Well, and this we is have why to understand what they're doing that affects the world. And we have to, yeah. you know, why are they, why are they going specifically after Christian churches? Why are they burning them down? Well, there's the a reason that it, this yeah. is the spiritual issue. And this is why we have to be wise to those things. And though we may have some differences of theology or whatever, we're coming to the same conclusion and seeing that there are people who are performing evil. You mentioned witches and stuff. What does the Bible say about that? It says you deal with them one way. Now, I know people don't want to hear it, but we've said that before. You go back to God's law, those people get a dirt nap. They don't get jail where you put them up with three hots and a cot. And I say that about these guys who've committed treason, whether they're in politics or whether they're like the frog neck guy that I played from C, the, the Pfizer CEO or whatever. These people have engaged in the violation of God's law. And I got to tell you, Dr. Merritt, there's only one person who can tell us a just and holy law, and that that comes outside of us. Because you and I, if we're honest, we want to go lenient on people. Because we are people, right? But the lawgiver says, this is the law. If you break the law, I've got a just punishment for it to it. And additionally in that, I think this is why we are called to, or we are commanded to preach the gospel to every creature, that's an interesting thing. Jesus said we preach the gospel to every creature because we don't know whom God is going to show mercy on and whom he's not. Our hope is that he would show it everybody we preach it to. But in the end, we're not the determiners of that. We're the ones who are commanded to preach. And we do so because we love our fellow man. We love God. We want to honor him with the gospel that caused men to repent of their sin. And that's what I was saying about um, Captain Ben and uh, she's a Lance Corporal, Catherine Arnett, who was in that video there, is that both of them said, I took vaccines before, and then I found out what was in them, and I, I looked at and I said, no more. And look, Ben has been sent to, what was his, National Guard or something. He's, he's, rel he's pushed back to where he and his family are having to live out of an RV. This guy that you just heard, living in an RV, He's praising God that God is supplying his needs. And Catherine is facing court-martial the first of next month. And she's like, I have to, I, I, I can't do that. This is wrong to do that. And if I'm court-martialed, so be it. Praise right. God for some people who have some conviction and they got some intestinal fortitude to say, okay, dump out what, and they're trying to build up more charges against her too, by the way. You were telling her to stay fast that. They're trying to build up more charges against her for other things that aren't even related to this. And, you know, yeah, let me bring this out too, to because do. you put out a thing, uh, a video, we did an article on it, where you're talking about people in the military, what was it? They, I forget exactly what you said. Maybe you can correct me, but it was something about the ones getting the shot, there was more of them dying in the military or something like that than had COVID. I forget what the thing you said. And the slack hacklers, that's what I call them, not fact checkers, slack hacklers, they came out and they said, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about, blah, blah, right, blah, right. blah, blah. Oh, I know what that was. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to respond so, to that just here right. on the air to the what, fact what was said? The being NPR, that was, in fact, uh, somebody said, oh, you should sue them, you should do that. I said, oh, no, no. My son was so impressed that I got a whole, a whole NPR hit piece to myself, so I'm not worried about this. <laughs> But but here's here's the thing, um, 
the mili- the military DMED, they have a database. Now they're jigging it just like we're like the, you know, it's kind of like, it reminds me of the gold prices. Somebody's got their thumb on the numbers, you know, they're not letting things go through on the VARES. Well, they're actually reversing them on the DMED. So it's pretty kind of crazy. But you talk, get the honest doctors, the Teresa Longs, you know, the Samuel Sigaloffs, those We've guys. We tried to get her on. I talked with her on the phone. I, it's probably going to be Chambers, some time. Those guys, yeah. And they can get into the DMED. And they could tell you things, and that's how I got those numbers. I got them from people like that, okay, that could get into the DMED. And, and what you saw was in, in the year of the great pandemic that wasn't, in 2020, there were 2 million, um, uh, what do they call them? I'm blank, for some reason, I'm blanking on the name, but it means that when you, it's the diagnosis generated that year. Okay, so if you're an active duty person and you go into the doctor, and you have, a, a, I always use headache and fungus toenail. If you have a headache, and you, that, that's a count. That's what they call them. The, you get one count in the DMED. But if I go in at the same visit and I complain of headache and toe fungus, that's two counts. So a count doesn't mean the number of visits. It means how many diagnoses were generated that year. So in the year 2020, there were 2 million diagnoses generated in all the active duty forces. Okay, In 2021, the year of the vaccine, at the time I spoke, there were 22 million counts. What? Okay, it went up by 11 times. And, the, and this is NPR saying, oh, no, she doesn't know what she's talking about. They are lying. But you see, they're not the only ones lying. This is the, this is the other reality. When we look at ourselves and we see what's going on, who can we trust, the problem is the military is lying. Now, you know, Article 50, I mean, uh, Code of Federal Regulations, Section 51, and I can't remember the subsection, but it talks about, it's specific, this one subsection was specifically put in there to say you cannot use experimental drugs on the troops. That was put in because of the anthrax debacle, right? The anthrax vaccine debacle. So Section 50, and I hope that the female um, Marine in, in Japan has a lawyer that understands this stuff, but it's in the Code of Federal Regulations. Illegal to put an experimental drug into an active duty person against their will. You can't court. So Amen. what's going on? I have it on my phone and I'll send you this later. There's a picture now because I had, I've had active duty in my area talk to me and stuff and show me vials and things. Now they're talking. They have a new term because they, they got caught. They, they kept saying, oh, it's approved. Well, no. Com- so what the, switch, the bait switch was they approved the community vaccine. In, in the high levels for the for the EUA, they 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 approved the others for EUA, but they approved the community fully by the FDA. But there is no community vaccine. That's right. It's not on the market. Day. I know. I yeah, know. It's not on the market. So now it's even worse. Now what they're doing is they have what is called community labeled vaccine, and that's what they're pushing on the troops. I've never seen anything. Hey, hey, like hey, 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 hang on. A community labeled vaccine. So, vaccine. so let me make sure I'm understanding in the well, audience. <laughs> so they took the thing that they were doing, which they said is really the same thing. That's what they tell us. It's the same ingredients. It's just made at a different place. And I'll just tell you this. I called up Pfizer. Clearly. I called up Pfizer. And I talked with a lady. I had it recorded on my phone. I said, so if I wanted to go down to a local Walgreens or CVS or whatever here in the county, and I go there, is community available? And I said, and I'm asking you as a member of the press, and she goes, oh, well, wait a minute. If you're a member of the press, you got to call this number. And da, 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 da. I said, so 
Okay, so if I call you back and I wait on the whole 20 minutes to listen to their spiel, their propaganda they're giving, I said, if I call in and I say, I'm just Mr. Redneck out here in South Carolina, and I want to know if, if when I go down here, is there anywhere I can get the the FDA-approved shot that you're putting out, Comernity, and she goes, well, I can't answer that, Mr. Brown. You're, you're going to have to call this number. They're playing. How How has somebody not shut these people down for out and outright fraud. I don't understand it. And again, it's because I've been saying it's because there's a tribe of people that are all in this together. I mean, they're protected. There's an umbrella of protection over the world. And I think it's falling apart when you look at these recent Supreme Court rulings. I think somebody in the background is winning. I know we might disagree about that too, but I think it's happening because suddenly all this stuff is coming out truth-wise and legislative rise but what's happening is there's nobody to enforce it there's no they can't get judges to enforce it even the military brass this is my point is were they captured are they idiots they're not idiots they're either treasonous or they've been captured yeah i think they know exactly what they're they're, doing they're being threatened they're being they're they're not speaking freely but i'm going to send you this picture and what this picture shows you um, in fact, I'm going to send it to you right now. I don't know if you have a way to, to put it up, but I'm going to send it to you on, on, oh, wait a minute. I got too many pictures in there. There's something else coming to you. That's Is that right. coming through the text? Yeah, I was just okay. going to text you some I stuff. I can pull it up. Yeah. Um, no, hold on. I got I, Somehow I got other things thing. I can't, <laughs> can't seem to clear out all this stuff. How do I clear it out? I wish I could just clear it out generally. Cancel. There yeah, I, I think now I, I think select. the people on the low end of the totem pole, like the maybe some of the doctors, maybe some of the nurses are living shots. They don't understand. They don't know. They don't think about it. They you think somebody's really smarter than them. At this point, yeah, you got it. Let's let's quit. I'm not going to give them. A pass oh, I'm not going to give them a pass either. Not at this point, but maybe at yeah, the first, they were ignorant of things. Now right. they have to be able to see. And we're seeing a lot of. Thank God, we're seeing a lot of doctors and nurses coming out of it and saying. Boy, I'm seeing what's going on now. I'm out of this. Right. But not a lot of them are still saying, I don't want to lose my job so I can't speak out. And I tell them, let me get this right. You don't want to lose your job in Auschwitz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you just told me they're murdering people in your hospital and you don't want to you don't want to have That's your right. Yeah. It's time to not participate in this because Eichmann didn't run the whole show. All he did is make the train runs and set up the system. <laughs> That's right. It was the little people like us yep. that made it run, and we can't participate anymore because this is how evil it is. Now, I just sent you that. Yep, thing. I've got this. And what it shows, yes, and what it shows, if you look at this, the, on the left of your screen is a real community vial, okay? And it has... Um, my. Maybe it got cut off, but it has a watermark. Oh, no, you can see the watermark in the label. And then it has a specific, it has all sorts of stuff on there, like this blue, uh, underneath that blue thing. This does not have the watermark. It doesn't have the right numbers. It is a fake community label that they're giving to, they're putting on Pfizer and or Moderna or some other vial. And they're trying to force this on the, on the military. Now, you see... Immunity, you don't get immunity when there's fraud. And this is nothing short of, of, of absolutely murderous fraud. That's what I called it on my truth I put out. This is murderous fraud because, they're, they're, yes, the death rate, uh, we're seeing things in the military about tumors, neurologic diseases, 
autoimmune diseases, the myocarditis. Okay, when I made that comment in front of the um, this this big group down in Georgia when we were doing kind of our, or no, I think it was in, in Saint, somewhere else. It was a one-year anniversary. But anyway, I was speaking about the issue to the military, and I said, you know, we they only had 20 deaths in 2020 of all the military put together with COVID. But they have had, and that was in August, I think I was speaking, 600 myocarditis cases, okay, from the vaccine. Now, uh, that's above the baseline myocarditis that they're getting from these other vaccines. So they need to stop the vaccine program. You know, just the idea that just because I heard somebody say this, just because we've done something for years doesn't make it right. It just makes you an habitual offender. So we've been we've been damaging our troops for generations, and now it's come down to taking out our whole army and navy and marine corps and everybody. And so, thank God for the ones that are standing up. But this is fraud, and it's just unbelievable fraud. So myocarditis, by the way, has a fifty percent five year mortality. So you just run those numbers, and that wasn't even the end of the year in twenty twenty one when I said that, and NPR said I was just crazy. So. Yeah, we've killed orders of magnitude more of our troops than the COVID ever did. Yeah, and I, I do believe that. In fact, uh, the fact that they're now targeting the most young and innocent yes. among us. I mean, it isn't like they haven't been doing it with the Roe v. Wade stuff anyway, uh, which wasn't law, but people bought it as law. And the women have been murdering their babies for decades. And some of them are still going to do that. Despite there's no constitutional right, because the states are they they have wicked governors and and legislators and stuff, and they're willing to go along with that wickedness too. Maybe they're in this, I don't know, for lack of a better term, t- cabal tribe, whatever you want to call it. Well, Maybe they're in league with that, and they're religion. willing to do it. But their right, day's let's coming. Just call it what it is. It's Satanist religion. We, sure, they just don't call it the Satanists themselves. I mean, look at what's happening besides the, the things of Baphomet being forced on us. The other, the other issues with these abortions, what were they doing? One of the big complaints, I think it was in Texas, is that women couldn't have their Satanist priest come in during the procedure, the abortion, because it was a sacrifice. They, they were not doing it just... Wow, that is somebody who has cut their conscience off for sure. Right, well, this isn't just one person, you see. We are, we normal, I think of myself as normal, we normal people were completely blind to this going on in the background. This is a big deal. That You know, who, 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 who thinks that our world is now run by Satanist pedophile occultists? Yeah, I'm coming up to that conclusion. And that's where this comes from. I'm just going to tell you, that's where this comes from. This is... This is this is the religious. I mean, this is when you say it's a, a spiritual battle. It is, but we have to. We kind of have to name names. Like we have to. We have to start naming names. Why isn't Robert Malone talking about his buddies, Dr. Callahan and Dr. Cadillac, That we're all these guys were all researching these things. We have. I've wondered that. To, you know, Dr. Merritt. Somebody asked me about that with Malone, and something he said, and I can't remember the exact thing, but I posted it on my Rumble channel. And I put it out, and I just said, "Dr. Malone is not on our side. He's not. But but again, why are we not demanding that they? And if he is, why doesn't he tell us about what's really going on in those bioweapons labs? Why doesn't he rat out the people that did this to us? Because he's involved too. There's a big. This is a huge cabal. It's a huge and and the and the and organized medicine is deep into this. Okay, they're deep into this, and you know. Because when you can find the history of like Michael Callahan, who's still doing ID at Harvard, 
I think, that he did research and he was controlling those labs, even if he's clean as the driven snow. Why isn't he telling us what's going on and what we need to know? Why isn't he speaking out? Okay, when Robert Malone was asked before the vaccine was rolled out in America, but was rolled out in Europe to stop this because it was going to be bad, he wouldn't do it, yet he claims to be an inventor. Okay, he claims to know that it's bad now. I can tell you, my friend um, Mark McDonald, who's a great guy, he was a, he's a pediatric psychiatrist. He was supposed to go on Joe Rogan the night that they threw Malone on, and suddenly it got six million views. And at the last minute, they pulled Mark McDonald off because he would have said stuff that made sense, like, you know, they're they're killing our children, <laughs> you know. Well, tell him uh, to come on the Sons of Liberty. Uh, let me let me point this out because I'm just thinking of this when you when you say it. Do you know in the English translation uh, and for people who don't know the difference, I believe the Word of God was inspired in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek, not in English. Okay, it's a translation from that. But I want you to see this. When you put the word science into a King James search engine, here's what you get. Two verses. One is Daniel. Now, we know Daniel went into Babylon. He was taken in. Jeremiah said the people were going to be taken into captivity. He named Nebuchadnezzar as the one who was going to take them in. He said, you're going to be in there for 70 years. Here's what it says. Children in whom uh, was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning and knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. So they wanted and indoctrinated them with the uh, with the, the uh, Babylonian, you know, science, math, you know, the whole history. They wanted to do that. But Daniel and his friends, this is what they were. They were no blemish. Well-favored, skillful in wisdom, cunning in knowledge, and understanding science. We go to the New Testament, and what does Paul say? He says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and the oppositions of science falsely so-called. What do we call that? We call that faux science, fake science, pseudoscience. And I, I, you know, from the first time that we talked, you point, you were... I think you've you've changed some worldview there. You you were saying that the first, which I'm glad to see. Uh, but we talked about that at the first, how this everything is called science, but the the biblical worldview is that science is nothing more than discovering God's thoughts after Him. That there it's things that are replicated. Uh, when we got four hundred or five hundred something adverse effects out of one shot. That's not a replication of science. That is fraud. That is a murderous intent. I, I, I don't know why people are not out in the street literally up in arms, and I mean arms like weapons, to go get these people, to bring them to justice. And I, I just I don't understand well, why I people aren't getting it. I think I can tell it. you why. I think I can sure. tell you why. Because I, I deal with this all the time. First of all, most people are not willing to say the words this is a religious, occultic, it evil is. takedown. It, you know, like I, when I first heard what was going on, and when I first realized what was going on, I thought it was a military geopolitical takedown. Okay? That's why I didn't get into this quite now. And, and like I say, I'm sounding a little crazier, but it's because I... My no, I don't think you are at all. Because I, I, I thought it was the banksters and the military people they own that were doing this to us. Now I realize the banksters are actually 
um, underpinned by this overarching evil. I mean, there's a there's an evil underneath this that is beyond what we could have possibly, you know, talked about and understood back then. Maybe some people could, but I didn't understand it. And so that's what that's what we're we're coming to now. And um, can I can I interject something there because I think it might help you because uh, I think it's going to help a lot of people. We've been having Johnny Cerucci on, and Johnny has a, um, he follows in the, the line of the Protestant Reformers. Now, we have a little bit of difference in our eschatology, but we agree in the main of what we talk about. Tomorrow, we're recording this on June the 30th, okay? And uh, tomorrow, which will be July the 1st, Johnny's going to be coming out. We're going to be talking about Protestants. There's the, pro- the protest is not over. Martin Luther broke the back, and he had other people, John Calvin, Ulrich Zwingli, uh, Wycliffe, who followed along, other people who were reformers, broke the back of the tyranny of Rome. Rome was the one who gave us the globe concept uh, through Copernicus. Uh, they, they did a lot of other things as far as some of the stuff that we're seeing now. Johnny's just wrote a book called uh, The Disciples of Ra. If people want to read that, it's about 500-something pages. I'm in the midst of doing that. Reading is a different thing than listening to Audible. But I I would highly recommend, listen to that. The evil that you're talking about, you know, our Reformed forefathers, this is in the confession, the Westminster Confession of the Church that I'm, I'm a part of. They actually say the papacy is the seat of Antichrist. And if you look, they got their fingers in so many pies, I mean, throughout the world, including the medical community, you're talking about the evil? They don't only have an apostate, antichrist doctrine that doesn't save anybody. It's going to damn a lot of people, sadly. But they're involved with the kings of the earth. They are involved with in the medical industry. They're involved in the education system. You were mentioning, uh, we mentioned Harvard earlier. There's the hand behind a lot of stuff. And this is why when Johnny started telling me things, I said, I need to have you on a little more because I need to understand some of this stuff. Because it's not that I was ignorant of the papacy or the Vatican, but they're they're a religious and a political entity. What other religious city has ambassadors coming to it or sending ambassadors out of it? I mean, you can't get anywhere. Even Donald Trump, everybody thought he was a savior. He went and bowed before the, the Pope John Paul II statue there. The idolatry, that, and I'm not attacking Roman Catholics individually. I'm saying there is a system of doctrine that these people are doing that is that is wicked, that is evil, just like what you're talking about with the royals. I just I want to toss that in there. Well, I actually think uh, President po- President uh, Trump gave him an ultimatum, but whatever happened, there are actually three cities, and that's you're right. You're DC right. and the Vatican City yep. that don't belong to the countries that they're in, and they control this thing. And you can't you can't have this discussion without mentioning the Khazarians because I think it. I think all these. It's not just the Jesuits or the Catholics or the. It's it's the it, it, Every time you run this rabbit hole, you always end up with these ancient. At some at some point, they come into this area that we call Khazaria that now is Ukraine. The synagogue and, or, of Satan. That's what they are. They, Let's just call right. it. And you're right. The the Babylonian Talmud was one of their. That's one of the absolutely the, the absolutely. I I want to say something about medicine too. 
it is something that I just learned. I do a lot of the history of medicine, but it turns out that medicine used to be um, the idea was, and there's a word I was going to use to, to explain this, but there was medicine was actually about um, purification and uh, detoxification. And then when we, we got in, but as we've gotten into the modern age, and that really was, you know, in the last couple hundred years, really, then it became a, and I just kind of woke up to this the other day, it became a diagnosis-based um, treatment program. So when you go into a standard doctor today, you have, the first thing they do is they can't treat you without making a diagnosis. You see, the old medicine wasn't like that. The old medicine is you got right with God, you had purification, and then you, you got rid of the toxins in your body, and it didn't matter. It, it took care of all of them. That was the idea. And, you know, we may be coming back to that because this idea that now you go into a doctor and you get 10 different diagnoses and you get 10 different pills. Yeah, they, okay. they look to a book to sell you a pill. That's exactly right. That's right. And... and um, and what is it? Pharmacia, I think pharmacia. Yeah, let, means can like, I can I hit on that? Because yeah, I just pulled that. I pulled that up. Yeah, I pulled that up. Yeah. Revelation eighteen twenty three for thy by thy sorceries and the Greek word is pharmacia, where we get the word pharmacy. Sorcery, that's what it means. Were all nations deceived? Now let me take you to this, Doctor Merritt, because this is an area where I'm having to repent over my language. I'm trying to find a word that I can use for medicine. But this is the modern Merriam-Webster di uh, dictionary definition of medicine. Look at this last one. Also, magical power or magical right. I'll bet nobody knew that. Doctor, you look. Let me let me see if I can put this. I want to ask you a question, and I want to ask you the same thing I asked Doctor Andrew Kaufman. I said, Doctor Kaufman, you're the guy who's saying there is no virus. Um, it's never been proven, all this stuff. He was flying in the face of everybody. Now, he has a Jewish background. He's not a, a believer in Christ, I don't think. But he's a good friend. I, I appreciate very much him coming on the show and doing all the things he does. I said, you see this stuff. You're, you're putting it out. You're fighting against what you're seeing from you know, what you're doing. I said, did you not ask questions in medical school? And he goes, he says, Tim, here's what we do. You go to medical school, and he was down here, I think in Charleston, in my state. Uh, he was down here, he was at MIT, he was all over the place. He's a brilliant guy. But he said, you don't have time to ask questions, and you don't have time to take your questions. They're dumping so much information on you in medical school that all you're doing is trying to, how, how do I regurgitate this out on a test to pass the test? Then you get out in your practice and you find out all this stuff they're teaching me isn't making people better. It's making them worse. And he said, and I said, so it's basically an indoctrination, which is what we cover every Wednesday here on the Sons of Liberty. <laughs> is that what happened with you? Did you when you went for your doctorate in medical? Did you get to say, hey, wait a minute, I got a little question about that. That doesn't make sense. Did you get opportunities to ask questions or just yeah, uh, shut I, up, Lee? We, we, need to, we need to get on with this, and you need to answer the questions in the test. How did that work well, for you? No, and I'm not going to tell you. I, so I'm older than Dr. Kaufman, and I trained in New York also. I trained in Rochester, New York, and I remember when I was a freshman medical student, this is 1976, Profit wasn't there for vaccines, by the way, at that time. They weren't profitable. But, but that may not be the whole story, as we've seen. 
But in 1976, my pediatric professor, it was a first year lecture on, you know, pediatric health or whatever. And, and he's talking about vaccines. And I remember this comment. He said, vaccines didn't stop childhood disease deaths. Plumbers did. And I remember the line because I thought it was so funny. But what his point was, was, and you could tell he thought vaccines were a flash in the pan, that this was a new fad. It'd come and go because in 76, we hadn't been using big time childhood vaccines for very long. And we weren't using very many at that time. These pentavalent and quadrivalent vaccines, all that was in the future. So when he was talking, he was saying it was hygiene and it was nutrition that solved the death from measles Amen. and childhood. And he showed, and in those days, they still showed the true data. You know, it's like the same thing they're lying to you about CO2 levels. I just saw an article today. Oh, CO2 levels are at their ultimate high. No, they aren't. They're at their ultimate low if you take the chart back far enough. You know, they're just showing you the last 40 years. No, show us the last five you know, million, and we'll show you how the high the CO2 was. Same thing with childhood deaths from measles. If you go back to 1900, the death was way up here. By 1960, at the time we started the vaccine program, the death was almost zero. I mean, it was like 200 a year, something like that. And it's never really gotten below that, even with all these vaccines. You know, it's yeah. like, um, and, and we, so we did learn that in medical school and we learned, and I'll tell you the other thing, I, I, I credit University of Rochester for doing this. They were very strong into human physiology. So it, I, I always told, and I've told my son as a physician, I always told medical students, if it doesn't make sense to you physiologically, probably it's going to be shown to be wrong. Now, I've been a surgeon all my life, so I didn't really further my education about this until we got into this whole mandate thing. And then I jumped into it because I, I'm a, you know, a libertarian type person and That's I don't think it's ever would you, right would you to agree? Mandate. Let me ask you, would you agree that there's a silver lining for that to cause even doctors like yourself who who have been trying to help people it's not like you're trying you're out there trying to kill them because if you were doing that well you would do other things but it, it's been a silver lining to open people's eyes like yours and others to co start questioning i was taught this stuff i never really gave it thought i just kind of did what i did and i think there's a silver lining to open people's eyes to the let's use the biblical term sorcery that we that's been forced upon uh, the united states and i also want to throw this in what did you say there a minute ago you said something about uh, i forget what it was and it caused me to want to pull up this video and i'm not going to play it i'll just throw it in the archive but there's a there's this australian quote-unquote ambassador for women and children and she's going on and on about climate change is the blame oh, for violence the climate change now causes hemorrhoids. Yeah, what is the deal? <laughs> yeah. No, because you see, we with all this, COVID did what the climate change people could not get us to do. Stop moving, stop breathing, stop, you know. They wanted they they wanted to depopulate and corral people for a long time. And they and the Club of Rome was set up. It was signed by uh, Lord Rothschild in yep. the sixties. And 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 that's what and he said when he signed it, by the way, we've recreated the Roman Empire today. That's exactly so, right. You know, so uh, basically, they but they just couldn't pull it off. You know, they just couldn't convince enough of us that cow farts were a problem. And so, but they did <laughs> convince enough people that COVID-19 was a problem, and they ran out. People that I know that are smart, 
educated people that Christian people that went out and got these vaccines because they they were they were convinced if they didn't they might be a threat to their great grandchild. That's how that's how evil it was. They they terrified people and they told them and and I'll tell you in my opinion the world is 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 separating and I I got to tell you the yes, people that are waking up to the medical issues yep, yep, are yep. not doctors and not not nurses for the most the part. Allopathic, the allopathic the allopathic medicine is dying is dying it's right dying. before our the eyes and it's not to say you know you're a surgeon it's not to say if somebody gets yeah, an automobile yeah it's not to say that somebody's in a automobile accident and or trauma or heart attack that you don't rush to them to take care of them that's part that's the positive side of thou shalt not kill and and i think that's what jesus was communicating to the pharisees hey wait a minute um it's a problem to heal a guy with a withered hand on the Sabbath. Are you guys idiots? You'd go and grab your 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 friends to get the donkey out of the ditch on the Sabbath. Um, are you a hypocrite? Yes, you are. And he called that out that it was not for those kinds of things. So, I'm glad that you you're bringing all this to the surface so that because here, let me ask you this: Are you learning something in the midst of this? Are you being oh, corrected day. and refuted and reproofed by some of the things you were taught? It, taught? Yeah, again, I've always questioned things, so it's okay. not really new for me, but I have to say that, I mean, if you told me 10 years ago there are no such thing as viruses, I would have said that's loony <laughs> Yes. Um, it took me a year to studying that to decide that they're right. There's probably, there's probably no viruses. But what it didn't take me very long to know is that this is a bioweapon. It was created. We are being scammed from the get-go, and that they were perp and that this has a purpose. And the purpose is not just greed. I hate it when I hear people say, "Oh, it's just those greedy pharmaceutical companies." No, it is not. This is much, much bigger and deeper than that. And that's why you know. But I do think I'm I'm like you. I think what ha what I do see is a revolution in medicine outside of medicine because the academic medicine people i gotta tell you i'm so disappointed with the universities and organized medicine i mean i knew that they were had problems but i didn't know they would go to the point of hiring a a a, a, a porn star to lie about data on covid i mean if you heard that whole thing with surgisphere that's just i haven't heard story. i i don't know well, i don't was, know what you're talking about to, when they tried to convince you there was a there was a worldwide and there's still up there hq h hcq uh, study.com or something like that and it was looking at all the evidence coming out for hydroxychloroquine and now they're doing the same thing for ivermectin and it had overwhelming evidence that hydroxychloroquine early on was helping people survive and doing all these good things so they had to counter that so they literally had a porn star and a and a science fiction writer that claimed to be the data people for this company <laughs> called Surgisphere that, that, that supplied the data that were, became the basis of two big journals, the New England Journal of Medicine and the Lancet, published papers based on this data. And they, and they had to retract it, and this is how it came out. I mean, I... If yeah, that's that surprised even me that my profession had could could scoop that stoop that absolutely. Oh, it's it's absolutely well. yeah, it's absolutely. But that's in fact it, one of the things that amazed me. They were so desperate for people to take that shot that I think it was out of Nevada. It was Larry Flint's some kind of strip club or something. Oh yeah, they were willing to give a Free five thousand. Yeah, no, it was more than that. It was a five thousand dollar package, and I'm like. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Really? For the for the for the, for the yeah, like, just come in our place and we'll get the shot yeah. and we'll give you this five thousand dollar VIP package. I, I find that amazing. L- listen, Doctor uh, Merritt, we we gotta we gotta close down things. Here's it's been a it's been an absolute delight to have you back on the show. I love having you back on. I, I think fun, you're a real you. genuine person, and I want to encourage you in the area of correction. I, you know, you're coming on and you're saying, "Hey, I believed all these things." I hope people listen to you because I think that's you know when we talk about fruits of repentance, repentance is a change of mind. Now that results in a change of actions because obviously what we think is what we'll do. You have been a demonstration of what it is to I've been taught these things I didn't think about them now I I have been thank God you know this is the silver lining in COVID it's caused even doctors like you to to reevaluate things and to examine it I'm, I'm gonna push you a little further and say re-examine that NASA stuff that you're looking at too because I think all of that's hooey too because they're funded by NASA the same people stuff. I don't do you I and I talked NASA? about a you and I talked about a book um, I would have well, to pull the dark it. side of NASA. That one, yeah, I think that maybe that was the, the guy well, it's wrote basically the book. just showing how they're lying about. Yeah, it. they're lying. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's so, also got an evil undertone. Sure, to it. but yeah. he, the guy who was doing it, was doing it with the st- also the stuff. There seems to be a little bit of him that you wanted to hold. So I don't want to get off of NASA oh, <laughs> because we. But anyway, yeah, no, I just meant that as a. As I want to. I want to lying s- to us about everything. They are, <laughs> and but I want to say for people who are listening. Um, you have some integrity about you that you're willing to examine your own beliefs, what you were taught, and to say, you know what, I was taught wrong. I'm starting to come over. And I think you still have a ways to go in that, too. I'm not a doctor. I didn't spend a hot night and a holiday. But you, you're seeing it. You're seeing, as you peel back the open, uh, the, the layers of this, that you've been lied to and you didn't know it. You're communicating that lie to other people. But here's the thing, you're repentant, and to me, that bear, that that's worth more than anything, is that you start to see these things, you start uncovering it, and you go, I, I know I'm, you said you sound like crazy, I think you're a person coming to your senses away from the indoctrination. I wasn't, I was in the public school system, I had enough to make me dangerous, I'm, I have to learn things, I'm, how old am I? I want to say 54, but I think I'm 53. Anyway, I don't I don't keep up with that stuff. I'm unlearning things that were put in, and it's hard to unlearn things because they're just, you know, they're driven into you. So I want to give a, you know, I don't want to say a praise, but a thanksgiving to God that he's used these things in your life to come out and say, wait a minute, guys, we were taught these things, but you can't prove it. The virus thing... I've often said, okay, where's the study that where they saw, you know, the little boogeyman jump out of my mouth and go into somebody else's mouth or somebody and Dr. Kaufman is brilliant in that saying pointing back to the Spanish flu and saying they actually did those kind of tests. Tried. None yeah, of it happened. Tried. So, you know, I, I I thank you for doing that. Here's the thing I want to do. Let's end the show. I want to give you a last word of exhortation. If you could speak well, and you are speaking to our audience, obviously. But if you can speak to the people and you can say, here's the one thing I want you to learn out of all this. Here's the one thing I want you to keep your eye on. What would that be? 
Well, that there are treatments, I, I think there are a couple things, but I think that the, when they tell you something's really, when the government tells you you don't need it, you shouldn't use it, it's dangerous, you probably need yes. it and you <laughs> should use it. And that, that goes from firearms to chlorine dioxide. I'll just leave it at that. Hey, and you know what? I'm thrilled that you brought up chlorine dioxide. We've had Dr. Andreas Calker. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I was the one who shared that with you, but whatever. That guy has demonstrated this. They treat people with cancer, staph infections, virtually anything because they're, he says, the body is needing oxygen and disease or disease is flourishes in an uh, environment with no oxygen. So, well, but beyond that, it's a universal antitoxin. Yes. If anybody wants, there's a movie about that. It's a documentary called The Universal Antitoxin, and it's by an ICU nurse. And I, I actually learned a lot about this from, I interviewed Bishop uh, Mark Grennan, who I'm just going to give a shout out to. You know, he's in jail in Bogota, Colombia, and his boys are in jail in Miami. For what? For what? For treating people as missionaries. He's the guy that really what? figured this stuff out. The, the real story goes beyond uh, Calker. Before him and before, there was a guy, the, Jim Humble and, and yep. Bishop Grennan. Yep. And, and the UCDS. Grennan's the guy that he he got this information from Humble, but he then discovered how it worked on a lot of different things. He calls up Humble. He writes. He goes crazy. He he treats all these people at these missionary camps. He gets all this information. He makes a syllabus. He trains doctors. He gets on a radio show. He was for for a for almost a decade. He was saving lives all over the world. And then you know what happened? Because he was worldwide on his radio show. He, he had people call in and tell him that they were getting cured from COVID. Amen. And that caused the FDA, because at this point he'd moved from the Dominican Republic to Colombia, caused the FDA to contract the, contact the Colombians and to tell and to to hold him for extradition and put him in jail. He's been there for two years. His kids are in jail in Miami, no bail for for what? For no, you know, I, I said, what are they actually? It's like like Simone Gold trespassing. What are they actually? charging you with and um because they don't sell it they're not doing fraud but they wanted to shut these guys up and we need to get these guys out of jail this is so evil they wanted to shut this ministry up and these guys up because they were actually curing people and my point is when we look at what medicine once was it was purification and detoxification yes. this is a universal detoxification that would probably undo a ton of what we do in standard medicine, if not all. Dr. Merrick, can you can you word. tell me what the boys' names are who are in Miami in jail? Because if I if I can reach them, if they can call me from jail or whatever, let's we'll get them on the show. It's that important because I agree with you. The FDA is unconstitutional. Article right. one, section eight provides for no law about health care or any of this stuff while these same hypocrites are pushing have been pushing for decades the murder of the unborn so they're not considered about health this is a spiritual battle if you can get us those those I'll guys names yeah and if you can if you have contact what jail they're in i'll call them up i'll see if we can get them if they want to talk from jail or whatever we'll do it because i'm familiar with humble and what he did with cds i'm familiar with the guy who did the um the, the universal antidote because we did an article on that and his his testimony about what he Bishop did in the Brennan. midst of Muslim communities was yeah. absolutely incredible I mean it has to be a work of God 
and it's from it's not from you know even hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin i understand that there's a thing but it's still t- those things are still tied back to um big pharma they are and we can do those things naturally i mean kate's been she comes on every saturday she you can do these things kind of naturally from the from what the creator has given us in the earth and i read from genesis chapter one he's given us these things our food is our life. Our food is our medicine, as Kate says. She uses that term. Our food is our medicine. Yep. And we're being going to fast food and occasionally, look, I I even admit, hey, I eat it occasionally. I'm out. I'm hungry, whatever. And that's a weakness that I have. That's There it is. But the fact of the matter is they're feeding us that stuff. We have no idea what they put in there. We've already seen the flavorings of the food. And by the way, let me put this in. This will be something that you can take with you, too. The flavorings in a multitude of foods and drinks are from aborted fetal cells. Yeah. And I don't, I don't eat what does food. God say, Dr. Merritt? You go to Deuteronomy 28. You will eat the fruit of your womb. Now, he promised that to Israel, and they did it in 70 A.D., America has been, uh, or the United States, these United States that we're in, has claimed that we were founded upon the Christian principles and laws of God, which you can go back and see the state laws. They reference the scripture for that. And if we turn from God, we don't get his blessings, we get his cursings. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're three times more than the blessings, and they'll overtake us. And what are we doing? We're eating the fruit of our womb. Now, that sounds disgusting. I get it, people. But the fact of the matter is, that's what they're doing. And we have articles that demonstrate that kind of thing. Well, it's not just in flavorings. Did hmm. you notice? It's not just in flavorings. If you want to get off the habit of any fast food, remember that they, they had to shut down some uh, meat distribution for McDonald's because they found human flesh in the meat. Wow. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen some of the memes that. for that, but I haven't seen any of the reports on it. Yeah, so... It doesn't surprise me, but to be honest, that they yeah. aren't adulterating our food supply. The more you can grow your yourself, and the more you can yes. be off the mainstream, is better. And you're one of those people who do that. You got your chickens and stuff out there in the Midwest, oh, yeah. right? I got my gardens looking really good. Good, so, good. You, you know, know, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if we get the butterflies and the bees this year. Yeah. Because of the five G, I'm telling you, that's something. That's why the 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 big thing that's happening in the world with the 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 hive collapse and all that. Yep. Just look at the electromagnetic thing. But you know, Bishop Grennan even talks about that. That's why you should have him on your show because he's he's he can talk to you from Columbia. Give me the contact and I'll do I'll it. I'll give him the contact. Yeah. Because they had a problem with this problem with the bees down there, and he took a spray bottle of chlorine dioxide and they sprayed the hive, and the bees were fine. They wow. loved it. Because nice. it's a universal antitoxin. Yeah, so it sure it is. Really care what you're getting poisoned by. It's putting oxygen. It's just putting oxygen directly in the cells. I think it's about 45 minutes. It works in the human body. I put it in the water. We've got to two water purification uh, systems here, and I put it in the water. I t- in fact, we're adding. Um, well, I'm down to the end of it here. You can see this is my humic and fulmic acid in the midst of chlorine dioxide water so uh yeah and i and believe it or not i told people uh my friend david who comes on we've been doing some uh prepping shows this was some of the stuff we talked about i said i've been putting this in with my uh, chlorine dioxide water that everybody says is bleach and stuff which is nonsense um i've been putting in there and i said you know i used to run up and down stairs three four five stories tall 
I drilled, I ran wire, I did all this stuff on a construction site, and I said, I sat down to do DVDs and do these websites and stuff like this, and I right here in the middle is where I put it on. And I said, I've been taking your humic and fulvic acid with the chlorine dioxide water for, I think, now I'm about two or three months. I don't know how long. But after about a month, I had lost 13 pounds. Yeah. 13 pounds. And But it goes back to, are we going to obey the Creator? Or are we going to be able to these experts that are thrown out to us in the Mockingbird media. And I really appreciate, Dr. Merritt, you bringing out all these things. If you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you after uh, we, I close out the show here. Uh, guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and then tomorrow we'll be back with you, Lord willing, 6 a.m. And look, if some of this stuff is a little overwhelming, just step back, take it in, and... Um, and see what the Lord will will open your eyes to, because, gosh, we we need an awakening. We need a not a revival. We need a resurrection of people who think and who see clearly the world through the words of the 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 Bible that gives us a filter to see where the lies are, where the truth is. And uh, until then, we'll see you.